Pencils down, everybody. Behave yourselves because it's time to listen to this great podcast. My name is Cyril, and the reason that I'm jumping through this promo so quickly is because we need to get Jenny talking over here because she's doing all kinds of stuff that she should be doing on the air, and she's doing it off the air. And I'm not talking about her eating cupcakes. Jenny, go. There's a crosswalk in Germany that allows you to play Pong with a stranger on the other side of the street. The idea was designed by students... It was invented in the attempt to stop the amount of jaywalkers at intersect at an intersection. So, so here's what's been going on, and I'll explain this for people because Jenny's a little bit detached, and yet she's a little bit attached. Um, so here's the story as I try to move this chair. Okay, okay. Here's what's going on. So, while I was telling um, the story about a a story about twerking, which I'm not going to tell on the air, while I was telling a story about twerking. Jenny was looking up, I hope you're all listening out there, Jenny was looking up or finding facts and reading them out loud, and I'm thinking, wait, we, we should get the show back to, back to our roots, and you know, Jenny tells us a fact, and then we talk about that fact, and yet, Jenny, you ran off like, like a dozen facts before like I could to- get this recorded. Hold on, because I like this new one. There's a keyhole designed specifically for drunk people. It gives them the ability to easily get the key into the lock without fumbling around their drunken stupids. Uh, I think that's actually quite interesting. But, but how do you think it works? Because I can't quite tell what it does. Okay, so it's basically just a wedge. So like when you're drunk and you're trying to get the key into the keyhole yeah, yeah. it's like a very small like that like you have to get it straight and i don't think like sober it's hard for me sometimes to get the key <laughs> into the keyhole you like fumble it around that's why every time you see a lock on a door there's like scratches all around uh-huh. it from yeah. people just epically failing at life and sticking that key in the keyhole so instead it has a wedge on top of it so you sort of just like slide it in so like you know how like you go to slide your credit card yeah and there's that sort of wedge at the top that sort of you can like oh yeah, guide yeah. It in like that mm-hmm. it has that guide in for your key, so you you follow the guide to the bottom and then just push your key in. Oh, I see. Okay, it gives you a wider margin of error. Okay, so um, I'm we actually have here on the table right next to the microphone um, a a list from a previous episode of things we were going to talk about and we did talk about. Yeah, I was just thinking one of the things on the list is dating questions, and yeah. I was thinking a great dating question would be. How adept are you at unlocking a door when you're drunk? I feel like this is... Okay, so hold on. Because I have this idea, and it's horrible. This should be good. It's, it's going to be horrible. So around Valentine's, there's like a bunch of speed dating events and stuff like that. So if we can get a sufficiently good number of questions that I think are worthy... So mind you, this is completely subjective. Sure. Um, I might actually do this. I, I knew I would eventually be able to convince you just by my mere presence and persuasion. No, I, no, do I don't understand how you got that as an as an agreement. Oh, that's all me. You're doing it. Did you not hear the wishy-washiness? No, 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 no. I completely okay. filtered that out. So, so, so please write down. I would like actually the questions you think of. I want you to write down in your handwriting so we know which ones you wrote and Fair. which ones I wrote. But don't worry. I know you were like, man, Jenny, I'm using your goofy pen. Don't worry, I have two of them. <laughs> you do indeed have two pens. They are identical. Oh, this one's not, this one doesn't work as much anymore. 
Um, this is when Goofy's you... glasses aren't oh, moving up and down. These are still spring-loaded. These The spring has died in these. Oh, oh, okay. The spring, see the spring has died in this one? Yes. I can hear it. Like it's trying. It's, it's, it's trying. That's the sound of us clicking pens. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah. And in a moment, we will be doing more clicking, but that's actually us speaking a dead language from the jungles of Africa. All right, so um, uh, how adept are you at unlocking a door when drunk? I guess actually the proper term is wild drunk. Let me let me update that. Wild drunk. Okay. There is a job in in China titled Panda Nanny. The job description is as follows. Spending 365 days with baby pandas and sharing in their joys and sorrows. The job also pays 32000 a year. Okay. If you oh, it felt could be a... I'm, I'm, I'm typing left-handed, writing right-handed, and also talking at the same time. Okay, this, I don't multitask well. Okay, it's fine. But you fine. did it, you did it. Okay, I, cool. I did. If you could be a nanny for any type of baby animal, what would that animal be? Okay, so in my case, I mean, I, I love dogs, so I would, I would, my, my second choice would be dog. My first choice would be kangaroo. I would like to be a nanny for a kangaroo, only because I would want to challenge it to a hopping contest. Remember, it's a baby, so I think I'd have a fighting chance. I want to challenge a baby kangaroo to a hopping contest. And I mean, for money. So, I mean, I'll put down five bucks. They can put down whatever its currency is. I mean, I don't care. Whatever kangaroos use. And then we just throw down or hop up, so to speak. It's my plan. I don't have a plan. Jenny, if you could be a nanny for any type of baby animal, what would that animal be? A manatee? Um, <laughs> I think that deserves a cupcake. I'm going to eat a cupcake. Um, would you like to know why? Tell me why while I eat this cupcake. Um, so one, they're the cows of the sea. <laughs> um, but with less effort. <laughs> right? They yes. just they just they just, you know, swim around all day. They go manatee, manatee. Cuz that's that's the noise that a manatee makes. Um, have I have I told you the story? I have not told you the story. Okay. No, I have Ready? ice on all over my face. By That's the way. okay. okay. Aren't they good? No, they're good. they're good cupcakes. They're good. Um, so underage drinking, great things. Um, so anyways, <laughs> um, we'll go with college instead. Yeah. Okay. So in college, there were a bunch of people hanging out, and um, there was one girl who got particularly drunk. So, of course, all of the boys in the group decided to take this opportunity um, to sort of 
poke fun and just have fun with the situation. So um, they started asking her what kind of noises every animal makes. So like what... What sound does a lion make? And she'd go, rawr, right? And so eventually it got to, what sound does a manatee make? And she goes, manatee, manatee, with like 100% conviction that, yes, I am right. The sound of a manatee is a manatee, manatee, Um, which is not, I mean, they don't, they don't really, they like, they go, if they make any noise, but like, they really don't, they don't, they're not noise making animals. Yeah. Um. And it was just a hilarious moment that I've never forgotten. So I've, um. I don't know. It's always like my go-to sort of thing. Um, oh, no, it's it's a funny it's a funny story. You know, sprinkles flying everywhere. I got chocolate and icing on my face. But that cupcake was good. This is what I imagine Cameron Diaz tastes like. It's actually pretty good. There was a sitcom in the '90s based off based on Hitler and Eva Braun that depicted the couple doing everyday things and living next to a Jewish couple. The title was Heil Honey, I'm Home. It failed miserably. I don't understand why it failed. (laughs) I would have watched this show. I would have purchased cable (laughs) for this show. So I've actually heard of that, and um, I believe it was British, a British television program. So yes, I mean, right up your alley. But... I think it only lasted one episode. It may have. I have, I've, I've read um, every few years. I'll like just think about it and find a list of television programs that only lasted one episode. Right. Because you know there have been others since the last time I looked at it. So I think that's how I heard about that program. So I think they only aired one episode of it. But I'm I mean, pretty sure it was British. Springtime in Hitler uh, and right. Germany. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Would have been an amazing play. Absolutely. But unfortunately, the producers, it's just the, the theme and the producers, which is an awesome, 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 awesome play. Awesome, awesome. How do you feel about the movie, The Producers? Which one? The original one. The original one? The original Mel Brooks movie. Indifferent, believe it or not. Okay. Fair enough. I, I, I thought it was good. The remake... They did it with Nathan Lane. Yeah. Who's one of my favorite people of all time because he also did The Birdcage. Right. Yes. And I don't know. Like, I know he basically does one role. Right. Yeah. But I love that role. Okay. You know, like, I feel like actors that, that do one role are mostly annoying. Yeah. But when they do one role and they just commit, like, I do one role. This is who I am and this is what I do. Fine. I love that person. Like, I look like, if... And it's enjoyable. Like if I like that role, then I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. Okay. And Nathan Lane's one of those people. Okay. I I like, know. What you're Mousetrap. About. Yeah. Birdcage. Yeah. The producers. He basically plays plays the exact same character. He does. I understand that in two of the roles he's straight and one of the roles he's gay, but it's still the same character. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, by far, it's still the same character. That is Nathan and it, Lane. And it's Nathan Lane, and it's just funny, and it's funny, and he plays Timon in The Lion King. Yeah. Like, there's so many reasons. Like, I don't know. I just I just like Nathan Lane and his work, so. Okay. Well, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I hope we have him on the show sometime. Never. I, I mean, you know, we can write to him, see what happens, and I'll contact his agent. What fact do you have for us now, Jennifer? You noticed that I was ready to change the subject. Yeah. There. There are fake bus stops outside nursing homes in Germany to stop patients with Alzheimer's from wandering off. 
Employees will approach them, say the bus is coming later, and invite them inside for coffee. Five minutes later, they completely forgot they wanted to leave. <laughs> I feel like this could be effective in many locations, not just people with Alzheimer's. Right. I feel like this could be effective in my life. I think if they put a bus stop in front of my apartment and they were just like, oh, no, the bus is coming by later. Do you want some hot chocolate? I'd be like, oh, my gosh, let's do that. <laughs> and then I would just never leave. Right. Basically, Hensel and Gretel. Me. Uh, right, yeah. Me. I would have been eaten by the witch a hundred times over. <laughs> yeah, um, for, for those of you listening at home, um, that is actually how I tricked Jenny into my life. So she doesn't remember that, but I just want everybody to know, you know, this is accurate. Um, wow, I... There, oh my God, stop, stop, what? stop. What? Better, better fun fact, better fun fact. There is a company... In Medford, Massachusetts, that will pay $13,000 for your poop. Open Biome is a research lab that focuses on curing C. Uh, oh no sorry they put a period in there okay okay it's a, it's a, it's a two-part word but I was like see that doesn't make sense and I can't okay. read the second word an intestinal bug. That can be cured by replacing a patient's colon with a healthy stool. That's uh, disgust. This is getting that, more and more disgusting. Yeah. The lab will pay people that fill the fit the healthy stool criteria fifty dollars for you to donate five times a week, which equals thirteen thousand dollars a year. Okay. Um. I'm also means you have to be pooping five times a week, which I'm guessing is healthy. But you have a question for speed dating, which yes. I'm very interested to hear. Okay, so do you, right, I need to scratch that out. Um, do you feel that you could comfortably poop five times a week? <laughs> okay. And this. Ladies and ladies out there, and the one gentleman who listens, this is why I'm glad I don't have to try to date anybody. This is great, because these are the kinds of questions I would ask people, and I am hoping that you ask people these questions. I mean, honestly, these questions are excellent. <laughs> they are, like, ser- I would walk up just with this sheet of paper. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay, timer start, all right, and just, like, rattle off as many as I can. I'd be like... I would probably put one of those bells on the table, mm-hmm. you know, and like every single time you're finished, you have to. Like, oh yeah, date, yeah. Right. So yes. I'm gonna be like speed dating. The date is at a speed level. Please answer as many questions as you possibly can. Each question's worth one point. <laughs> you bonus points for creativity in answering each question. Whoever gets the most amount of questions wins absolutely nothing because why the fuck are we here? <laughs> and, that, and that would that would be. You know, I would make speed dating into its own mini, like, speed game show. Right, yeah. I love the idea. There's no wrong... It's like, whose line is it anyways? There's no wrong answer. Right, yep, yep. I'm totally with you on that. And the points don't matter. And the points don't matter. That's right. Um, Yeah, you know what? So, I'm... I want you to have the opportunity to come up with a question too, though, because you I know, but this is just so much fun. Oh, I see. You're you're just so good at this. And plus, I have these fun facts. There are, there are streets in South Korea 
that have murals painted on them, which only become visible once it rains. How awesome is that? Project Monsoon was made to brighten up those gloomy days. The artists used special hydrochloric paint, which stays invisible until it gets wet. That is awesome. And Pittsburgh, it's always raining. Yep. So I feel like we should do this. I want to suggest this. What, what I appreciate out of this is that while you're sharing facts, I am either coming up with questions for speed dating yes. that are tangentially related to one of the facts, or I'm coming up with some kind of comment or mini story based on that fact. And so it's sort of like with you're giving zero planning. Me, you're right. You're giving me sort of a mental exercise here. With that said, the mm-hmm. idea about this particular paint that can be used for the mural, um, that's also being used in Lithuania because I am big there. Yes. And uh, right. You have a mural. Yes, I do have a mural there. I I hope maybe they put another one up in Vilnius, the um, capital of Lithuania, that where they use this particular paint. So then they already see the one of me. And okay. then it rains, and then another mural of me appears. I, I mean, mean to brighten great. everyone's day. Right, absolutely. Because, I feel like yeah. it would achieve that. I'm actually making a note of this, because I don't want to forget this. Right, yes. And I mean, just to repeat it, just so everybody understands, Lithuania, I am big there, okay? I have been since about 2003. I am big in Lithuania. So it's It's wonderful. Um, so while Jenny's writing her question, actually I'm going to wait for it to. A question. Oh, it's just oh, it's a note. It's okay. a note. Oh, I see. Okay. So um, with that in mind, there's there's something that I want to say that I feel is at least very important to me. Okay. Um, okay. So two nights ago, my wife and I went to go see a play at a theater downtown. Um, the play is called A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. It's a comedy. Um, and uh, my story is not really about that. It's just a play, and we saw it. But before the play, I was hungry, and my my wife tricked me, okay? She tricked me. She didn't want us to be late for the show. The show was at 7.30, but she said, you have to pick me up from work at 6.30 so we can go. I thought that meant the show was at 7, because it takes like 15 minutes to get downtown, so I'm thinking, okay, she wants to get there by 7 so we can get into the show at 7. And I have not eaten. So we get halfway there and I realize, wait, she's done this to me before. I said, what time is the show? Is it 7.30? She said, yes, it is. So even though the show, she wanted me to pick her up for a 15-minute drive an hour before the show starts. So, okay, here's where I'm going with this. So we get downtown, park the car. I'm hungry. They don't serve food in the theater. I don't know how long this play is going to be. So I'm running around um, downtown Pittsburgh trying to find something to eat. In all fairness, you have a horrible track record with time. I I do, yeah. So, I mean, I understand where she's coming from with this. So So I ask her if she's hungry. She says no. So... I figure, okay, there's 7-Eleven right there. Let me go into 7-Eleven and just get a sandwich. I know exactly what 7-Eleven you're talking about. Uh, Yes, because I think there's just one in the entire city of Pittsburgh. There's only one downtown. Right, yes, and that's the one I was in because I was downtown, yeah. (laughs) So I go into the 7-Eleven, and I look for, like, just a sandwich, you know, and all they had was tuna salad. I did not want a tuna salad sandwich. No one ever wants a tuna salad sandwich. Right, that's why they had 12 of those and nothing else. Life doesn't want a tuna salad. Yep. So why, why 
who looks at a fish and says, let me grind this up and make it into a sandwich? Who does that? Not you. Not you and not I. So I find a bacon cheeseburger. How does it turn brown? Oh, no, no. See, now you're asking too many questions. We uh, No, no. Let's not scare our listeners away. Um, but I find a bacon cheeseburger. And I grab the bacon cheeseburger. From and I a go, 7-Eleven? Yes. And it was wrapped in plastic. You know you were like two steps away from a Five Guys. Nope. Didn't know. Shows what I know. You were two steps away from a Five Guys. I take this burger and I go up to the counter with it. And I say to the guy, so you have a microwave in here I can use to heat this thing up because I want something to eat because we're going to go see a show across the street. And he says, yeah, there's a microwave over there. Just follow the instructions exactly because that microwave is powerful. So I'm like, okay. So I buy the burger. I microwave it. I go sit outside on the street corner like a hobo. So I'm sitting there you know, with people dressed for the theater Walking around, going from the parking lot, um, the parking garage to the theater, and they're walking past me, sitting there with a plastic bag with a a really really ugly looking cheeseburger and a can of Mountain Dew, sitting on the street corner like you know like like a hobo. So then I eat the burger. It has absolutely no flavor to it, none whatsoever. I felt like I was eating just um, a a a soft nothing. And I said, my purpose for this was just so that I wouldn't be hungry during the show. Well, I just want to add to that now, while you've looked up your next fact and written your note, that it worked beautifully. I did not get hungry until the moment we walked out of that theater. So I just want to say, 7-Eleven, thank you so much for the really, really crappy burger, and I just screwed our chance on another sponsor. I mean, I would say that you didn't, because we never had a chance. There's a pen, a pen, that vibrates when you spell a word incorrectly. The Learn Shift has a built-in sensor that tracks the motion of your pen movements to recognize letters and words. It vibrates, it then vibrates once you spell something incorrectly. You can upload everything you've written on the paper to a computer with a single click of a button. I need this pen. Um, no, you don't. And here's why. It's, I don't know how to spell. I know. If the you, words are difficult for me. If you had this pen, it would vibrate so much, you'd look like a taser victim. Fair enough. Uh, right, Fair yes. Fair enough. I, okay, so I, I don't need that. Especially if you were writing a, a, around me with this pen. People oh would be my gosh, so, I found one I'm going to get you for Christmas. There's a toy well, oh no. called Eternal Poppity Pop that what? is a simple, just a piece of bubble wrap that constantly fills and refills the bubbles with air so you can literally keep popping forever. It's bubble it's bubble wrap that doesn't just that never ends bubbling ishness. Does that make sense? Infinite bubble wrap. And infinite bubble wrap. There you go. Okay, okay. I'm I'm Oh so- my god. Oh my god. Change my mind. Change my mind. This is getting better. There's an app called Places I've Pooped that lets you track and pin every location you've ever taken a poop. So you can also get a notification when your friends take a poop in that location. What the hell is life? Okay, actually, so what is life? With with that in mind, I I've got I, I there's a friend of mine. She's in the army. She um she's stationed overseas in the Middle East right now. Are you concerned you've pooped in the same place she has? No, not at all. Because I've never been to the Middle East, but um. She often posts pictures of herself on Facebook. She'll post selfies of herself while she's pooping. 
She regularly does this. So I think that would actually be perfect for her. Why does she do this? I have no idea. Why are you like? I don't understand this. I don't. I don't know. I mean, she really gets a kick out of this. Like, she will, you know, post something and it'll say "poop selfie," and it's a picture of her. And I mean, I assume she's on the toilet. It's just her head, but I mean, I assume that she must be on the toilet again. Maybe she misspelled "poof." I don't know. No, no, because like "poof selfie." No, poof. no, no, no. She's like, definitely oh, she's definitely pooping. That's disgusting. She in she she. Like does she? Does she make the? No, 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 no. She actually looks like yeah, just yeah. Because I was holding a baby the other day, and he made the. Oh, like I was like, and it was it was actually really funny because he was just like I was holding him, and he was like oh, and I was like, and I was like, I was like, watch, 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 and like we watched his face go through the entire cycle. It was hilarious. I. You know what? I saw that a lot from one of my uncles growing up, so I don't really need that now. Yeah. Um. So, yes, no, she's definitely taking poop selfies um, because here's how I know this. Don't worry. It's a, uh, don't worry. Don't, yes, it's not that bad. Here's how I know this. She posted a picture of some kind of um, – it was either a burrito or some kind of a taco on, um, on Instagram. She posted this the other day. And she was like, you know, here's something I miss about being in the United States or something like that. And I responded with um, – no, no, she no. It was something she was actually eating. She had gotten it overseas, and she was like, you know, "I'm about to eat this for lunch." And I said, "I can't wait for the selfie of you pooping this out later." I and saw she liked that. the comment. Yes, because she's constantly posting poop selfies. That's why you said that. Yeah. Okay, because I was very confused. By no, that. no, there is there is history, and I mean, you know, if she ever listens to this, she knows I love her. She absolutely knows I have an unhealthy obsession with her. So there's no problem yeah. with that. Questionable in so many different ways. Well, that's okay. true. Well, you know, I have a very healthy obsession with you. You're well aware of that. Um, I, there's a sticker that yes. when applied to skin, illuminates your veins like an x-ray. It was invented to make it easy as possible for doctors to give needles and take blood. For, like, so you don't have to get multiple pricks. I want to know, why isn't this being used? Because my veins roll. This is a problem, guys. Personal personal health issue my veins roll so when like doctors try and poke me with needles my like it doesn't go through my veins just roll to the uh, side oh really yeah like so, like this is my, my mom and my grandmother have this as well so like they always and also my veins are pretty thin so okay. like they try and find them and it like they fail they epically fail all the time because they're very thin and they just roll over so if they could like put a sticker and be like look this guy's the big guy yeah, go, yeah. go after him because like you can see the big guy i don't right. know why they can't see the i don't big know guy. how they could miss they that. miss it they don't go for this big guy they go for the tiny guy they go for like that guy i'm like why are you going for that guy <laughs> i can barely see him go for this this guy right here so i want like i want a sticker and then i want like an x marks the spot <laughs> like i want a sticker that you can put on there and then be like this is the big guy like i want them to be able to see the big guy right my dad right. my dad had a heart attack and it was. This is probably one of the funniest stories about my dad. Funny and horrible, and I feel bad for the nurse sometimes. My mom was mortified about the nurse, but I like now. I was way too young to know what was going on. Okay. So my dad had a heart attack, and he's in the hospital, and they're like waking him up every like fifteen minutes to like poke and prod him because this was when he was like forty. So okay, it was close to twenty years ago. Okay, right. So yeah, about twenty about twenty years ago. So 
technology wasn't what it was today. A heart attack was a much bigger deal at that time. Mm -hmm. So so he's in the hospital. It's in the middle of the night. One o'clock in the morning, new nurse comes in. Okay. New nurse, new to nursing, just out of just out of school, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My dad, my dad has the opposite problem. Okay. My dad's veins are popping out of everywhere. Okay. Like yeah. we we call them squishy veins because I <laughs> like growing up I would play with his veins and be like, my dad squishies, squishies <laughs> because I was just like you know he has those veins you know the veins that pop out I forgot what they're oh, called. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, so he gets this new nurse and she's like, can't yeah, I can't find any of his veins. I just had this pro- like he's had pop out veins his entire life. Okay. So, she, so my dad gets really really annoyed. He he takes all of the the cables that they plugged into him and he rips them all off like the Hulk. Just rips them all <laughs> off. Gets right. out of bed. This man just had a heart attack. Not right. even twenty four hours before. Just had a heart attack. Rips them all off. Gets out of bed. Starts jumping up and down. Right. Gets a heart <laughs> pumping. Pulls out his arm and says, "Now can you find a vein?" <laughs> The poor girl was mortified. My mom was like, I can't believe I'm here. And like, that's probably one of like, and that is my dad. Yeah. Yeah. In and a, in a, in a, like, you just like, you just, you don't, you don't, you don't mess with him. But it was just really, I think it's a funny story. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a funny story. Like, can you imagine like not even 24 hours off of a heart attack? He's like, rip every, so of course he ripped everything off. So like emergency comes in you have my yeah. dad standing there. Holding his arm out, saying, "Fun away, this poor petrified nurse." That's just like I don't know what to do. Like she's freaking out, and he's like, "Well, like they kept waking me up. I'm still here, okay? I haven't died yet. Let me get some sleep, or else I am gonna die." You know, so it's too funny. Yeah, it's too funny. Yeah, I like I get my range and my anger from my dad. It shows. Like the reason why I'm, I'm, it's, it's his blessing to me. It's his gift to me. Is his anger. Oh my gosh! There's a suitcase that doubles as as an electric scooter. Okay, that is needed. Yep. It is the funniest looking thing ever. Yep. We're yep. over or no, almost over. Two seconds. We're two seconds. Oh, now we're over on time. So now that we're over on time, here's what I have to say. That tape that you were talking about now's now's the part where I get gross. So that tape you were talking about, where you see the veins. Yeah. Go back to it. Okay, so I think. That they need to produce something similar that just just for curiosity's sake, what you do is you take the tape, a woman can maybe place it in a spot such that you can actually see the egg going through the fallopian tube every month. It just lights it up. I mean, you could. Do you, I, I would hope they would actually do that. That Why? would be Because that would be kind of awesome and gross at the same time. I think, it, I think this is actually, I think you're on to something. Nice. Here's why I think you're on to something. Okay. Think about like par- planning parent, like Planned Parenthood. And people yes. are like, oh man, I'm ovulating. Fun fact, like I'm th- like right. I'm ovulating. You yeah. See my egg right. There? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All think, right. Right. There were no no more like guessing or like take this chart. Just like put that bandaid on. Yeah. Put sticker on and be like, look, I'm physically. <laughs> Right? Okay. Wow. Take the guesswork out of ovulation. I feel like you have just you've you have solved a lot of women's problems. Yeah. Right and here I here I was thinking I was being gross. The next thing I had would have been gross, but we're out of time, so okay. we're not yeah, going to go way there. Over time. Yes. So, all right. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Remember to air on the side of awesome. Awesome.